Assistant Chief Palmer, please proceed. Thank you. Mujinita, Haranitam, Nadethus Lenpum Bahoyan, Momen Pum, Ojogi, Dadi, Ojobogi, Sabaklet, Mongis. During opening remarks in the Hazda reauthorization one year ago on this date, the following was stated. The United States signed more than 370 treaties, passed laws, and instituted policies that have come to define the special government-to-government -government relationship between the federal and tribal governments and obligates the federal government to promote the general well-being of Native American tribes. Yet, the United States has failed to provide that assistance. Any treaty must be viewed through the author's eyes and those who reluctantly agreed to it. Weighted consideration must be given to the government's chosen language, intent, and the atmosphere in which it was constructed 156 years ago. This is how the U.S. Constitution is viewed. This is how the treaties are viewed. Article 2 of the Seminole Nation Treaty of 1866 reads, in part, many persons of African descent and blood who have no interest or property in the soil and no recognized civil rights shall be permitted to settle, have and enjoy the rights of all Native citizens, equally binding laws, and may be adopted as citizens or members. The Dawes Commission certainly categorized freedmen and Seminoles separately and introduced blood quantum. Phrases and terms utilized within the treaty are not the words of the Seminole. They're the words and desires of the federal government. This short testimony to discuss select provisions is a disservice to the Seminole and warrants a deeper conversation. Grossly negligent oversights of the treaty agreements still occur beyond the McGirt case. The government must account for and consider the impact any decision may have on a financially <laughs> fragile tribal system that has yet to overcome historical poverty, caused by previous lack of protection defined by the treaties in times of war and hostility, loss of valuable oil and land, and continual suffering from the historical trauma caused by the Indian Removal Act. As an elected official under the oath of office of the Seminole Nation, I must hold the, uphold the treaty, the tribal and U.S. Constitution, the tribal codes <clears throat> as they are written and as they govern the Seminole. Mado. Thank you very much. Um, Mr. Burridge, uh, please proceed with your testimony. Am I pronouncing your name correctly? Burridge. Burridge. Yes, Senator. 